Hello and welcome to The Dad Whisperer. I'm your host, Dr. Michelle Watson, and you know that my passion week after week is to help you as dads become heroes. I want to bring you relevant topics that equip you and support that goal, especially when it comes to the dad-daughter relationship. Well, you know that I want you every week to picture yourselves standing side by side as dads ready to run your fathering race this week. I'm on the sidelines coaching you saying, on your mark, get set, go. On your mark is the topic every week. Get set. I'm putting stories and stats to that topic. And go is your practical action step to put your love for your daughter, even your sons, into action. Well, on your mark today, the topic is father of the bride. And this is a really fun topic. I can guarantee you that most of your daughters have probably been thinking about their wedding since they were little girls, playing with dolls, playing with their friends. And we're going to be talking about what it's like from the angle of the father of the bride. I'm sure sure most of you've seen the movie, right? When I say those words, Father of the Bride, I'm sure you're pulling up a couple movies that starred Steve Martin as a neurotic dad. Do you remember those movies? I mean, he was a train wreck in the dad department. And when his daughter got engaged, he went bonkers trying to to process what that was going to be like to let her go. You probably can imagine them playing basketball in the driveway and They had special dad-daughter bonding times, and he just thought he was going to lose it all. But it's a funny movie, but yet it had a message through the lens of a dad of what it's like to say, I'm letting my daughter go, and I'm feeling that. And today I have a dad joining us who's just been through this experience, who's going to be giving us an insider's perspective as a dad who recently went through this. So I want to introduce you to my friend, Toby Hatfield. And Toby and I have been friends for years. We go to the same church. He's also a graduate of the ABBA Project. Probably about four years ago, he was doing it. And Toby is the Senior Director of Athlete Innovation at Nike. So let me just tell you a little bit about him. He joined Nike in 1990. He went on to help launch Nike's first components and materials departments. He goes that far back, and after spending five years honing his engineering skills at Nike's Asian Research and Development Center, Toby moved back to Nike World Headquarters in Beaverton, where he was promoted to Senior Engineer of Advanced Projects. How's that for a mouthful? And he helped launch Nike's renowned Innovation Kitchen in 2000. Now, there's so much I could tell you about the impact that Toby has had on the shoes most of us wear, but he's best known for his work on Michael Johnson's record-setting gold shoes. You maybe saw those in the 1996 Atlanta Olympics. He's shaped Nike's ACG trail running. He's co-invented Air Terra Go-Tech technology. Okay, look, at I'm even getting tongue-tied just saying all these amazing things that he's done. But he's won awards. He's impacted shoe land around the world. And I could go on and on, but it's a joy to have you here today. Welcome, Toby Hatfield. Thank you, Dr. Watson. Thanks for having me. I love that you call me Dr. Watson. You know you don't have to, but we have to say I presume, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Why don't we start by talking about, like I you have two married sons. Actually, just one married oh, son. One married son, yep. one unmarried son, yep. and then a married daughter. Yes, just recently married. Recently married. And I loved when you and I started talking about mm-hmm. this and you welled up with tears and telling me the story. <laughs> I said, you've got to come share this because this is really close to your heart. So why don't we start? Just tell us about your relationship with Riley through the years leading up to her wedding. Well, Riley is is the youngest of um, our three children, and uh, we had a little bit of a break between our um, second 
second boy, Micah, and, and then Riley, about six years. And so when we were pregnant and we, um, we didn't find out until the birth, uh, the gender, um, but it was six years. And so uh, there was a, a bit of time since, since the last one. And then not only that, we found out we had a girl. Yeah. So to Pearl and I, Pearl, my wife, uh, and I, um, it was kind of like having a child for the first time because it had been six years and now for the first time ever we've had, we have a girl. Right. And, and so it's like, okay, now what do we do? You know, <laughs> if it was another boy, it's like, oh, okay, we've been through this exactly. a couple of times, right? So, uh, so just having another girl was, it, it was exciting. And, and we really obviously wanted a girl. We really mm-hmm. wanted to kind of like round out the, um, you know, the boy girl thing. And, and, uh, and now um, we had our girl and, and it was, it was just so awesome and, and uh, so precious, um, and so different. And so different. Uh, everything. <laughs> everything yeah. was different. Um, and so w- we just basically, you know, uh, she, she was definitely um, very special. Uh, and, uh, and, and, but this was going to be a whole new learning process yeah. for both of us. Yeah. But probably more so for me because, again, I'm, I'm the man in the house, the husband. Uh, and uh, Pearl's like... All right, I've got this, right? You know, I've <laughs> yeah. got my girl. Right, right. And uh, so I've got somebody that's like me. Right, right. Uh, and now um, my boys and I have somebody that is not like us. Exactly. Yeah. So were you and, and Riley close through the years? You know, because you're into sports, mm-hmm. you've been an athlete. Yeah. Is that something you guys shared in together? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, she had two older bro- uh, brothers that were heavily into sports. Mm-hmm. I was coaching them. Uh, through their younger years until they got into high school. Um, so she was always tagging along, right, yeah. to their events, whether it was soccer, basketball, and, um, or football, uh, track and field. It was, it was all there. She, she was in, you know, yeah. she was there. And so, uh, you know, there was always this thing was like, would she become that proverbial tomboy kind of, you know, right. girl to where, you know, she's just going to be rough and tumble and her brothers were, weren't always necessarily the gentlest, you know, with her. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we expected that. Uh, but uh, so, so she became, you know, a, a, a bit of a, probably a little bit tougher and in, in understanding so because of her two older brothers. Um, but there was also this, there was this um, girly side to her that really showed Pearl and I that I don't think she was going to be that proverbial full-on tomboy. Mm -hmm. She was going to be a little bit of a tougher girl, uh, but she definitely loved her dolls. She definitely loved, you know, dressing up and and all that. And and I love that. I I actually love that. I love hearing that that side of you that that got to come out even in being a father to a daughter for mm-hmm. the first time. Well, let's jump all the way ahead. And yeah. I would love to get a running start into her wedding day. Okay. And this might be a really old fashioned question to ask, but did I think you said her husband now, his mm-hmm. name is Kyle. Yep. Did Kyle come to you, Toby, and ask for her hand in marriage? Or is that just outdated for millennials? <laughs> oh, he absolutely came to me. Really? And, and not only once, twice. <gasps> uh, eight months apart, actually. Wow. Uh, and uh, and so, um, it, so it's not outdated. Um, it's not too old-fashioned. Did you like um, it? I mean, was that like a respectful thing for you as a dad? Or how did you view I that? I expected it. I you totally, did? I totally expected it. Not that I sat Riley down and, and ne- nor her boyfriend at the time, Kyle, 
um, to say, okay, this is how it's going to be. Uh-huh. Uh, I just expected that that was what it was going to be. And, uh, and so uh, they did too. And, and I don't know if Kyle, you know, in his mentoring uh, through church or, uh, uh, or through his family that he was brought up that way. I just, I don't know yeah. any of that quite frankly. Um, and, um, but I was, I was expecting it. And, uh, and the reason we did it, uh, he did it twice was the first time it was a little bit of kind of like, um, unexpected okay, <laughs> and kind of early cause they were, they were only, you know, uh, basically 19 and 20 years old, uh, pretty young. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we say, Hey, okay, I- I'm not seeing no, but I'm not seeing yes. Got it. And, and so we basically kind of just talked it through and said, Hey, let's, let's kind of pump the brakes a bit. And, and, uh, um, they hadn't gone through any marriage counseling or anything mm-hmm. like that. So it was a matter of just like, Hey, let's, let's, uh, kind of slow down a little bit and then let's kind of revisit this a little bit later, which, Eight you months. said eight months later, eight and months then later. you said yes, and then I uh, said yes because they went through um, everything. They went, they they did their due diligence of going through um, marriage counseling. They mm-hmm. went through uh, and and had men, both each had their own mentor um, through through their church down in Eugene, and um, and then when I talked to their senior pastor, um, he he basically said um, they they have done literally everything. Um, it was it was going to be really hard for me to say no at that point. <laughs> there you go. Oh, how cool just to hear that kids, we'll call them from our vantage yes. point, are putting in the work to say this matters. And you as yes. a dad could stand in support of that. Well, let's jump now to the wedding day. Yes. So now you've given permission. Yep. Take us to that moment. What was that like, Toby, when you first saw her in her wedding gown? It's one thing to maybe see a photo or see the dress hanging there. What was that like for you as a father of the bride? Um, once they chose the wedding dress, uh, I was absolutely not allowed to see the dress at all, whether it was on her or not on her. So I had no idea what the dress looked like. Um, it was, it was basically surreal. It was, it was, it was something that you, you really, you just can't prepare for. So look at that. You're even moved to tears. Just bringing that picture back up. What brings the tears? I mean, you know, she, she was our daughter, you know, and yeah, your little girl all grown up. Yeah. And, and, you know, just to see her in this, in, in this beautiful dress, Mm -hmm. um, you, you try to picture it, you know, as, as a father, you know, as you're growing up, you know, what that day is going to be like. Yeah. And you just can't quite prepare. No, you, you can't. There's, there's just, there's just no way in. It was it was just beautiful, and that's mm-hmm. all I can say. Could you say that to her, or were you so moved that words <laughs> didn't even come? <clears throat> no, I mean, I I said um, I basically just said, yeah, um, you're just you're you're beautiful, you're beautiful, and then it was just a hug. Yeah, you know what I'm struck with, Toby, by your story is that you weren't allowed to see the dress, yeah. which tells me your daughter wanted. You know, we talk about the first look. Yes. You know, with with your groom, but it sounds like she wanted you to take a first look too. That her dad's look at her mattered to her. Yeah. <laughs> Which is powerful. It's it's super powerful, and um, you know, I knew you know um, it was coming to where I was I was getting ready to hand her over to to her soon to be husband Kyle. Um, um, but that 
being able to have the first look, um, I kind of, a little part of me said, yeah, take that, Kyle. Because <laughs> you really did have the first look. I had the first look before him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, so I was I, the first man she loved. Let's yeah, just be clear about that. <laughs> yeah. And um, and I guess um, it was kind of the, to me, it was also symbolic because it was, it was kind of like the last first. Ah. Because up until then, um, everything was first with with her and I before there's another man in her life. Right. And so I really took that, you know, and, and, and um, kind of for all it was worth yeah. <laughs> as much as I could. Yeah, and treasured that. I and mean, I, I think it. that's why totally you moved to, you know, to tears just yeah. remembering that. Yeah. So then you talked about <clears throat> that whole, you know, giving her away piece, yes. you know, what was that like for you in the ceremony? You're standing there. Who yeah. gi- did they do the whole, who gives oh, the yeah. woman, this woman to be yes, married to this man, her mother and I, or what <laughs> did you say? What was your line? Uh, well, that was the first thing I was thinking was like, don't forget my line. And it was a simple line. It's like, uh, her mother and I do. Yes. <laughs> and that was it. But I was so worried that I was going to forget because we practiced it at, you know, the rehearsal the night before. And um, I just, I wanted to make sure it was all, you know, um, perfect yeah. for her. For her. Yeah. So what was that like? I think your tears say a lot of it, right? Beyond even your words. Yeah. And those of, of you listening can't, can't see my friend, <laughs> but you can hear. Probably a good thing. <laughs> his tears. Oh, it takes a true yeah. man to cry. I truly believe that, that that's a strength position. Mm. Yeah. If it was easy, every man would do it. <laughs> so it's a strength position. Yeah. What What was that like at the heart level then, as you're saying, her mother and I, you got the words right, yeah, did you? I did. Okay, go, Toby. And you've handed her off now, yep. and you sit down, Yeah. and it's starting to dramatically change. Like, yes. even in the spiritual realm, like, this is, this is a sacred exchange. Yeah. Do you remember what that felt like? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally, it was, even though it happened you know, rather quickly, it, it seemed like everything slowed down. Mm. And, um, and maybe it was because I wanted it to slow down. Again, I was savoring every, mm-hmm. every moment probably. But what was interesting was that um, I noticed at the time is because when we walked her down the aisle, she was on my left, I was on the right. Uh-huh. Um, we were going to be sitting, my, Pearl, my wife was already sitting in the first row to the left. Of course, Kyle, the groom, was on the right. Uh-huh. And so when they said, um, um, her mother and I do, um, then we kiss, and then she crosses over. Unexpected? No. Well, no, it was, that's what we practiced. I see, Uh uh-huh. But I didn't symbolically see that part of crossing over from- I see what you mean, Uh uh-huh. From from my hands into his hands. Yes. And so literally there was a crossover from going from- from my left to like now going mm-hmm. basically now to be on my right hand side um, and now onto his left. Yes, side. I see what you mean. You see what uh-huh. I'm saying? So there was a symbolic kind of crossover. Literally, oh, that's powerful. Yeah, it was yeah, pretty literally powerful. Yes, and figuratively. figuratively. Exactly. Wow. Yes. That's so cool. So this might be a might be an awkward way to say it, but in that crossover, were you thinking anything about like protection now or you know, she's, you know, and I know in this world where women are like, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. I've got this. I don't need a man to protect me. But as a father of a daughter, did any of that idea cross your mind? Absolutely. Um, I mean, again, 
um, that first viewing was mm-hmm. was my 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 last first, and so now when she crosses over, um, it was symbolically now and f- literally, it's it's up to him now uh-huh. to protect her and to watch over her, um, and and also to experience a lot of other firsts. Yeah. Know? And, and so, um, it's, it's time for me from being standing up for her to now to sit down. And I literally did that, you know, Oh, that I've never thought of that. I've stood up for you, Yes, but now I'm sitting down down. and I'm letting another man stand up for you. Yep. But I'm right here. Dad's right here close by. Yeah. I've just changed my position. And, and Dr. Watson, I mean, I've been to many, many weddings and that, and I never, None of this ever came to my mind as far as like the crossover, the standing up, the sitting down, mm-hmm. the first, last, or the last first. All of this happened with my daughter. Like this all came yeah. at that time. And I think that's what is so special. No you know, kidding. That the Lord was r- really able to kind of like symbolize this to, to me in, in a meaningful way. Um, that helps me to let go. Uh-huh. It helps me to let go when you when you understand all of that. Talk about that. Mm. Was that hard to let go? Oh my, it, it's it, it's the hardest thing. Yeah, because I don't think that's something I've heard men talk about. I mean, more now that I travel to Mars the last eight years, I hear things. Right. But do you find with other men that are fathers of the bride? <sighs> are talking about the letting go and what that's really like? Yeah, maybe not necessarily asking them what it's really like, but they all say it's hard. And even yeah. those who have multiple daughters, like and my brother has three and, uh-huh. and they're older. Um, and I mean, he, they were all married before my daughter. And I asked my brother this, actually. I said, you know, did it get any easier? And he said, no, okay. it never got any easier, even even the third one, you know. Um, it's always hard. It's mm-hmm. always hard to let go. Oh, wow. I so appreciate you bringing that up. For dads listening that maybe haven't yet walked their daughters down the aisle, really taking note to build that solid foundation, because I really believe that if it's hard for a dad to let go, it means they've built a solid foundation. Yeah. If there hasn't been much attachment, I would imagine that's not as hard. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and I think, you know, um, you know, uh, there's so many things that we, um, that I, I've thought about, you know, on this day um, in our relationship, Riley's and mine's relationship, that certainly things that I, I would continue to, or would have tried to improve and try to do things, you know, kind of a little bit of like, you know, you want to make sure like you tell somebody you love them um, before you go on a trip in case something happens, uh-huh. you know, that a little bit kind of like that. Right. Um, it's hard to explain, but it's, it just, there's just so many things that, you know, and, and that's why I appreciate you bringing me on because hopefully this can help those who are early in their years with their, with their daughter's yeah, relationship. Exactly. And, and to not take anything, literally anything for granted. Because it goes so fast. Yeah. Oh my God. That's what I hear you saying. It's yeah. like, whoa, I blinked. Yeah. My little girl is now yeah. a woman and she's someone else's wife. That's and right. Sharing his last yeah. name and... I've let her go. Yeah. Yeah. It, well, it happens. What yeah. was one of the best parts of her wedding day for you? Well, the best part for me, and and I was expecting this and it was, was, was the father daughter dance. Oh, um, take us with you on the dance floor for a minute, if you would. <laughs> well, I have to take you a little bit before that because um, when they, 
when they first got engaged and uh, I said yes. And um, by the way, Kyle not only had to ask me for her hand in marriage, but her two older brothers as well. Really? Yes. That was also expected. She yeah. wanted that? Uh, no, that was something that I wanted. But I, I asked see. Kyle after he a- asked me and I said yes. I go, you know what you have to do now. And he knew exactly what what he needed cool. to do. And, and that was to go through her two older brothers as well. Um, but anyway, um, once that happened, um, you know, she, uh, we were, uh, she goes, okay, dad, you have one job, you know, cause a lot of this was <laughs> going to fall onto Pearl, you know, and, yeah. and the wedding planner, what have you, but you have one job and that is to choose our father, a daughter song. S- oh, dance. that's a big job. It's a pretty big job. <laughs> and immediately I was like, oh gosh, I mean, I... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that was that the emotions already started to flow when she said that. Um, but um, the the re- rebel side of me wanted to say, "Well, I'm going to wait till the last second, you know, because I'm not. I'm just not." And uh, the crazy thing was, the very next day uh, after work, I was got in my car, turned on the radio, have about twenty five thirty minutes to get to home. The very very first song that comes on is listening to Christian radio. Um, was uh, the Cinderella song by Stephen yep. Curtis Chapman, mm-hmm. the song that he wrote for his daughter right. or when he was going to give her away. And I mean, it was just like literally like without being as audible as the God could be to me, it was like, there's your song. There's your song. <laughs> there's your song. And I'm like, really, Lord? I mean, the, wow. I, the, it's going to be that. And and I had, and he said, yeah, and you need to listen to the whole thing. Like I was like, did you have temp- to pull the car over? Or no, okay? but I was pretty tearful driving, but I was still pretty safe. Um, <laughs> but uh, he, he said, and you need to listen to the whole song. Uh-huh. Like um, it was like tempting to like, just kind of like, you know, turn it, but uh, I had to listen to the whole song. And so, um, but I didn't tell her the song. Right oh, away. got it. Uh-huh. But uh, then fast forward to the, of course, to the, uh, actual dance um it was it was very emotional um but i again savored it a lot um emotional for both of you yeah i mean at this point you know she was she was extremely happy you know she just got married um she doesn't cry much um but she did uh you know when we when we were walking down the aisle her and i um, but I think at this point she was like, okay, it's good. And then, so from then on, on at the, during the dance, it was just about her wiping, wiping away my tears. Oh my goodness. I'm sure they got that on video. And every time you watch it, you'll probably cry again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. I want to watch it anytime <laughs> It'll soon. It'll be a while. Just picturing it <laughs> yes. moves you to tears. Tony, yes. thank you so much oh, today yeah. for letting us walk with you through that day of what it's like to be a father of the bride. And yes. as you know, every time I end a theme, a yeah. program, it's to, to do a go step. So I would love to ask you. What wisdom can you impart to dads of daughters to help them prepare for being a father of the bride one day? Yeah, I think it's so important, uh, the go step, and, and I appreciate asking that. I mean, this go step stems more from what I do more of and, and what I would do more of and, and different in order to have um, and maintain a healthy relationship with, with my, and in this case, uh, your daughter, whoever's listening. Um, having two sons first, you know, recognize... Um, that more soon and better, I cannot handle or treat her like her brothers. 
I just mm-hmm. can't. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 in fact, you know, she said, "I need you to be more of a dad than a coach." Oh, so I love that. I, okay, number one, yeah, that's treat your daughter one. different than the boys. Yeah. Number two, Ta- and then I, I think it's important for uh, for others, uh, fathers, to talk to other fathers um, who have different in, in fathers mm-hmm. that have different ages, mm-hmm. so that you can get a sense of you know what it's going to be like potentially. Yeah, what to expect. What to expect, and so you know the good and the bad. You know, right. listen, listen to other other fathers who are going through the, these experiences and currently going through them. Oh, that's good. Yeah, um, be teachable, be willing yeah, to learn. Yeah. And the third thing is, um, I, I, even though I went through the ABBA project, um, I would, I would say just in, in the, in the words of Nike, just do it, go, go do an ABBA project and, and be a part of a group that are, are having potentially issues. And, and you can, you can hear again, different levels and where you're at. And, um, I was resistant in going to that. And my, my wife insisted and, um, and, uh, I gave in to my wife's desire. So make it your desire before that go. happens. There it's all go. up to you. Oh, I love that. And really, I didn't tell Toby to say that, to plug the ABBA project, nope. which is the group <laughs> I lead for dads of daughters, ages 13 to 30. But you guys can all write me. Always go to my website, drmichellewatson.com and you can write me, you know, there I also have places where you can sign up for my Dad Daughter Friday blog. You can listen to former shows. Got a lot of free resources. Well, Toby, thank you for being here today. You've been listening to Toby Hatfield share what it's been like for him to be the father of the bride as he just recently gave his daughter Riley to her husband and walked her down the aisle. So thank you so much for being here. It's been a joy, everyone, to have you listen in. If you'd enjoyed this conversation, you can always hear more on iTunes. Go to the Dad Whisper. You can write me, tell me what you want to hear me address on the show. So dads, get out there today intentionally and consistently. Invest in your daughter's hearts. Go dads.